Hey guys, before we get started on today's podcast, I want to take a minute and talk to you about a free training I'm conducting in May, May 13th for mom and pop shops, entrepreneurs, and side hustlers, where I will reveal my exact four-step branding and marketing system that I've used with my local clients, and they've had amazing results. Uh, I fell into this accidentally doing this for local people, and I was shocked myself. I uh, found out two weeks ago that one of my clients um, had an 18% growth uh, in 2019. Another one of my clients had a $250,000 investment directly from our marketing strategy. And uh, then another one of my clients had summer profits in November, and they're a largely seasonal uh, business. So uh, the reason I decided to do this is because COVID-19 has changed everything. Where maybe a digital presence was optional, it is no longer optional. I mean, think about it. Even before COVID-19, when people heard about your business, they would immediately Google, which is a verb now, your business, they would read your reviews, and then they would visit your website. So your online presence presence is your potential customer's first impression of you and a major factor in whether to do business with, with you or your competitor. I mean, if you think about it, if they don't see good reviews and if they don't see a website, All they have to do is move their eyes over to the left and see all your competitors ranked right there in Google. So I noticed that during COVID-19, those that had nurtured a strong online presence prior to the pandemic were doing way better than those who hadn't and were scrambling to catch up. So there are four things, just four, that your business needs to do online, and I'm going to show you step by step. So if you've been frustrated and overwhelmed trying to figure out how to launch and maintain your online brand, this is for you. Maybe you don't even have one yet. So number one, you're going to learn how to build a beautiful website that wows uh, and only costs zero to $279 a year. I'm going to show you how to set up Google My Business, the easiest way, and I mean easiest way that actually works of getting Google reviews, and then a 15-minute monthly strategy to improve your ranking. Yes, 15 minutes. That's all it takes. I'm also going to show you how to set up your Facebook page and rock your content without using up all of your time, how to capture email addresses while bringing outrageous value. This training will teach you how to position yourself as the choice instead of a commodity where people only do business with you based on your price. You never want it to be based on your price. It has to be where you're the choice. You don't have to post on all the social media platforms. You don't need to spend an arm and a leg for a fantastic website. And you don't need any technical experience. In fact, I designed this training specifically for non-techies. My first business, still open today, that I started in 1998, was teaching people how to use their computers. So I know how to break down complex ideas into simple steps that work. So please register for this training. You simply cannot be caught unaware ever again by something like a virus. You can't waste another minute losing potential customers to your competitors that already have a strong online brand presence. And you cannot live another day with a monkey on your back telling you what you need to do. Uh, or what you should do, and that is have an online brand. So go to bit.ly forward slash BYB online now and register. Oh, and by the way, that meowing in the background is Joseph. Hey, my name is 
is Sherry Wilson, and I'm here to fill your ears with the best business content I can give you while you work out, commute, or clean your house. Anything to help you work your biz like a boss. Hey guys, I hope that your week is fabulous so far. I want to get pretty will this week, real this week, and share with you something that I occasionally battle, and I believe many entrepreneurs battle, and it's called imposter syndrome. I first heard the term imposter syndrome on a podcast called Art of Charm and immediately identified with it. I think some of you will as well. I highly recommend that podcast, by the way. But I want to read you a definition from fastcompany.com. It says, many high achievers share a dirty little secret. Deep down, they feel like they're complete frauds. Their accomplishments are only the result of serendipitous luck. This psychological phenomenon known as imposter syndrome reflects a belief that you're an adequate and an incompetent failure, despite evidence that indicates you are skilled and quite successful. A lady named Valerie Young, who has researched this extensively and written about it in her book called The Secret Thoughts of Successful Women, Why Capable People Suffer from the Imposter Syndrome and How to Thrive in Spite of It, has divided it into five groups of people. The first one's a perfectionist. I think that says everything. Number two are the super women or super men. And these are those that overwork because they feel that they never measure up. Number three are natural geniuses. And these are those who judge their success by their abilities, not by their efforts. So if a natural genius has to work hard, he will assume he's bad at it. Uh, Once stands out, or one mindset stands out that if you don't get it right the first try, then you judge yourself harshly, which I have a tendency to do that. Then you have the rugged individualists, and those are the ones that feel phony if they have to ask for help. And then the last one are the experts. They feel they've tricked their bosses into hiring them and will be found out that they're not as expert as their bosses believed. I think another aspect of imposter syndrome is comparing yourself to others. So I recently met with this other female entrepreneur and I I walked away feeling like a complete fake after hearing her illustrious career, academic achievements, and really how put together she is. I have none of that. I'm from humble beginnings. I didn't go to college for business. I've not had an illustrious career. And I was proud of my academics until after that meeting. So then I came home and I looked at my life, my business, my home and finances, and even my church and thought, I can't see anywhere I've been successful at all. Like I basically suck at everything. I mean, this just recently happened. Now, don't get me wrong. I am very confident of my skill level and ability to help my clients. But when I look at the overall picture, I kind of wonder what the heck I've been doing for almost 45 years. Am I really going to have an impact before I die? Is my destiny really going to matter at all? So I want to get pastoral on you real fast. As I sat down and I discussed with God my thoughts, I heard the faintest whisper of a scripture. Let me read it to you. It says, For you see your calling, brethren, that not many are wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of the world to put to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to put to shame the things which are mighty. He's had the base things of the world and the things which are despised He has chosen, and the things which are not to bring nothing 
to bring to nothing the things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. And that is 1 Corinthians 1, I believe 21 through 29. So regardless of your faith as you're watching this, know that each one of you is important and you have something in you that only you can bring into the world. I wanted to share something with you that blessed me when I first heard it a few years ago by Dr. Lance Wallnow, and he calls it the four stages of mastery. He says that the first step is unconscious incompetence, meaning you have no idea that you have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> and uh, so you're very confident um, when you start your journey towards your dreams, but then you know, you're not really aware that really your skill level is not what is needed to get you there. So then you enter into what he calls conscious incompetence. So now you know that you don't know what you're doing. Um, you're advancing some inner skills, but you realize, okay, I do not have what I need to achieve my dream. It's at this point that he suggests a mentor because that will speed up the process. And then the third part of this mastery journey is conscious competence. So now you've acquired what you need, uh, you've improved your skill drastically, and you are on an upward tra trajectory. And then the final stage is fulfillment. This is what we call, or what he calls, the uncon unconscious competence of mastery. So now you're living the dream and you're making money doing it. It's in that conscious incompetence that many quit. And I believe it's this stage that some of us feel like imposters. So his suggestion, master the art of fulfillment in spite of the science of achieve achievement. In other words, learn to enjoy the process toward the goal. So I hope you saw that the syndrome hits high achievers. And if that's you, identify what stage of mastery you're at in your journey, and then take the appropriate action to go to the next stage, uh, whether it's learning a new skill, improving uh, on a current one, getting a mentor, etc. Also, avoid the comparison trap. That's what got me in trouble. Everybody falls into it every once in a while. We meet someone that we think is smarter, better at what they do, more educated, etc. But I guarantee no one can do what you do like you. So to help with this, get to know your personality in depth. Discover your fascination advantage by Sally's, uh, Sally Hogshead, which I've taught on. Ponder when you're in the zone and feel alive because that's who you are. And the more you know who you are, the more you'll be confident in that. And the more you'll be able to flow in your uniqueness and not try to be someone else. So I hope this has helped you and let's recap. Number one, imposter syndrome makes you feel like a fraud. Two, it hits high achievers most. Three, there are four categories, perfectionists, superwoman or man, natural geniuses, rugged individualist, and expert. Number four, it often hits us hard when we start comparing ourselves with others. Number five, identify where you are on the mastery process. And six, take appropriate steps to get where you need to go. So. I just want you guys to know that you know there's a dark side of entrepreneurship that sometimes we don't talk about because we don't want to appear incompetent. But we need to talk about these things, and I would love it if you wanted to share, um, you know, or add how you've struggled. You know, put it in the comments or even do a video and post it. If you found ways that will help you with that, please share it because we're a community, and that's what communities do. And you all have a part to add. And finally, please share this with people that you think it might help. You can invite them to this Facebook group or you can send them to geniuscommunication.org forward slash blog. But I just wanted to reveal today part of my journey 
and let you know that no matter who you come in contact with and how confident they seem, I can almost guarantee you if they're a high achiever, they will have a rough time looking at their accomplishments and feeling that and they will look more at what they have not yet completed or what they're not good at. So identify which of the five categories you are, take the steps, and that should help you like it helped me this week. I hope today's podcast gave you some actionable wisdom that you can do immediately for your business. I've got a lot more free training on my website at sherryannwilson.com. Sherry with an I and with an E. But before you go, please leave a kind review of this podcast. It's like giving me a hug in podcast world. Work Your Biz Like a Boss is a Mr. Joseph production. What do you think, Joseph?